The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a New Year's episode of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante, and we are coming at you today with a mini update. Masahiro Tanaka has his teams down to just two, and uh, one of them's us. And does the U Darvish trade tell us anything about what it might cost to acquire Francisco Lindor? Folks, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. Make sure to drop us a five-star review and a mailbag question. If you've got one, along with your review, we would love to answer it in the weeks to come. We certainly hope we'd have more movement by this New Year's mini-sode where we officially kick 2020 into the trash can. But unfortunately, we are still left with rampant speculation. Thomas, how's your 2021 so far? Doing good. I'm sure it's already much better than last year. Oh, yeah. Stone cold stunner 2020 into oblivion, baby. But we're here. A little hungover, a little tired. But, you know, that's the price you got to pay when you're covering the Yankees and you're trying to give the fans what they want. So I'm um, hoping we can get some good discussion in today. Give everyone a nice, you know, little break as they're being very sluggish this morning, I'm very sure. Um, and, yeah, I... I'm glad about this Tanaka update. How are you feeling? Yeah, this is nice. I feel like so for for those uh, who are uh, uneducated and we're not uh, refreshing Yankees Twitter on New Year's Eve like normal people, <laughs> um, it dropped that Masahiro Tanaka, who is probably someone that I think you and I ruled out as being part of the 2021 Yankees basically yeah. when the season ended. I think that over the course of 2020, it kind of felt like uh, you couldn't imagine the Yankees without Tanaka 
as the year continued, you're like, hey, he's a shoe and he's coming back. Like DJ, I'm nervous about, but Tanaka will be back. And then sort of when September hit and he started sending farewell messages, you're like, uh, maybe the Yankees are going to go in a different direction. Like there's some austerity measures that are going to, you know, click in. They're not going to have a lot of money to go around. Maybe we, you know, put Tanaka on the 2021 roster a little quickly. And then when he, he made his final playoff start, it kind of felt like the, the end of the end, not just the beginning of the end, but like it was already over, decision made. You know, you're not going to be seeing him again. He's not coming back. But I, this now kind of feels like the Phillies and JT Real Muto. And another reunion we had all ruled out that now is sort of – the Phillies are now the favorites for, for Real Muto after the Mets bought James McCann. And it came out on uh, Thursday that Tanaka is now considering basically two options for his next season, either returning to the Yankees or returning to Japan, which I, we knew that Japan was on the table. But I think we thought – uh, there were probably more teams in, in American professional baseball that would be bidding on Tanaka's services. Kind of now seems like whether they are or not, that he's maybe not paying them any mind. Um, and if there's that little chatter, I mean, is it really going to cost the Yankees that much to, to keep him? After all, it's sort of now circling back to the point where I feel like they're, they're the favorites once again at a greatly reduced rate. And now they're probably not going to make a move until DJ LeMahieu makes a decision. But Tanaka is not going to cost you three years of control. And he might not even cost you two years if he's willing to play it, you know, a little dangerously with this, you know, Japanese baseball temptation maybe every year. Maybe it's just one year and 12 million. And maybe it's two years and 24 at max. But it feels like he's more likely to come back now than at any point during 2020. And that it really is just going to be a year or two at most. I feel the Santa suit pick just sealed it. That confusing, that beautiful weird angle Santa suit pick. Yeah, <laughs> looked like he had like just gotten done like taking a bunch of shots and then was just like limping over to the bathroom and then his wife just got this perfect angle of a picture where he was completely disheveled and had this like shit-eating grin on his face. I it, it was it, I was cracking up when I saw that over the break, but um, I always have viewed Tanaka as this kind of guy. I know we were worried about him going elsewhere and seeing him pitch in a different major league baseball uniform in 2021. But I always kind of viewed it as it's either Yankees or back to Japan based on his behavior, based on the contract that he signed, that was a big, big, big generous contract. And they paid a fairly hefting post posting fee to bring him uh, aboard. And then all that he dealt with at the beginning of his career with his elbow injury and then apologizing to the fans and then opting into his contract after that tremendous 2017 postseason just always felt destined that this would be the scenario. Um, just a man of honor, Masahiro Tanaka. That's, that's how I feel about it. And he likes the continuity. He's not a guy that's going to be bouncing around. He knows where he wants to be. Listen up, Ohio, because this is a test from Pepsi. If you call Seabus Seatown, you're not from Ohio. If you don't know the Blue Jackets actually have a fifth line, you're not from Ohio. And if you don't know what to say when someone yells OH, you're not from Ohio. We know this because at Pepsi, we are from Ohio. In fact, we bottle ice-cold Pepsi right here in Seabus. So when you're thirsty for something that says you're from here and proud of it, grab a Pepsi and say here's to OHIO, where Pepsi and life are oh so refreshing. Very clear that it's New York or Japan. Uh, it was his former team, the Rakuten Golden Eagles, I think he, he, he would be playing mm -hmm. for to clo close it out, um, where he was a legend. So I, I'd be... You know what? I'd be happy for the man if he went back to Japan. I'd love to see him in a Yankees uniform for one to two more years. But whatever, he's going to be at peace with is fine. And yeah, I, like you said, I don't think it's going to cost that much. I think we can. I think we can even 
potentially talk about a two-year, $20 million deal here because he's comfortable in this scenario. He knows, uh, you know, the Yankees can talk to him about the financial situation. He'll, I, I'm sure he'll be understanding. And he's made bank. He's made $155 million over seven years. I think he's fine. I think he'd be open to that. But like we said, the Yankees aren't going to be doing anything until DJ LeMahieu makes his decision, which is really annoying because it's putting a lot of things on hold that we're not going to entirely feel comfortable with. However, at the very least, it, the rest of baseball is on hold too. So yeah. until like until people start moving, I'm not going to be stressed out about DJ LeMahieu putting the clamps on the Yankees offseason just because what have we missed out on so far? Blake Snell, which was never going to happen. You Darvish, which you know should have happened, uh, but I, I think wouldn't have yeah. pre or post DJ. I think it's clear that the Yankees weren't in, in on that bidding and were scared away by the contract. Uh, their prerogative, you know, probably not a great idea, but feels like that was never going to happen either. Uh, and then like Drew Smiley. So uh, we have we have a couple weeks here, uh, theoretically, where the Yankees can still, you know, wait and, and won't exactly be letting the offseason pass them by. I was at peace with letting Tanaka walk. I didn't I, I guess I'm not as much of a devotee as some people are in the fan base. I, I feel like he, he had his special postseasons but you sort of know what you're getting in a Tanaka regular season. Every couple of starts, there's a stinker. Uh, he's likely to give up a couple home run balls per outing, especially at the stadium. Um, great pitcher and someone who I would have been sort of uncomfortable with seeing somewhere else, but I was definitely at peace with losing him. And I will be at peace with losing him if he does go to Japan, yeah. but it is feeling more and more like, you know, I, I mean, I'm not sure who else is, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure who else is filling the rotation. And they're going to need one to two innings eaters. They, they just they cannot walk into 2021 with the high upside rookie rotation as nope. the only option. Nope. You know, with if Clark Schmidt ends up you know going 15 and six with a 2.84, that's awesome. Uh, but you cannot count on him doing that. You can't count on him doing that from the four or five slot. Davy Garcia, you know, he shouldn't be a focus. Should be a bonus. He, you know, he carried the Yankees through some dark moments in 2020, but they didn't enter the 2020 season going, oh, yeah, we got to have the 20-year-old kid in the rotation by August. Like, that, that's the master plan. Like, it was lucky that he was ready, but by no means was he a part of the story. He was only there because James Paxton went down and Luis Severino went down in the spring. Um, so the Yankees have to plan for some of their innings being taken up by more experienced arms. Uh, if that's Tanaka, then great. I, I, I don't think you can sort of – count on playoff Tanaka being a thing. And if, if they get him for 10 million a year that they've suddenly made this huge steal and they're adding an automatic all-star into the rotation. Um, I, I'm not totally comfortable with that, but I would be more than happy to welcome him back, especially because they're going to need someone. And I'd rather the familiarity um, crazily enough, Fox sports MLB put out their rankings of the, you know, major league baseball How was this? this week. And they have the Yankees in the number nine slot, the ninth best rotation in major league baseball. I, I mean, I would, I would say they are, I'm not, I, I'm not being rude. I would say right now the rotation on paper, Garrett Cole, he rules, but like, are they even in the top 20 in major league baseball right now? They're not for me. No. They had to have done that for some sort of publicity because you can't have Garrett Cole arguably the best pitcher in the game off your top 10 list. I think if, you know, you're MLB.com and that's what you're doing. I think the Yankees, I think like, I think they're probably like 18th or 19th. I think there are much worse. There are a lot more unfavorable rotation situations out there that we just hold the Yankees rotation to a higher standard because that's what they need the most in order to succeed at this point. Cause all of the other pieces are pretty much there. Um, definitely bottom half of the league. No question about it. They came in at what eighth or ninth. What was it? 
think it was ninth. But yeah, I, it's still either way, absolutely ridiculous. Unless you have, um, I, I guess if it's you know 2020 and you're maximizing as many starts for Garrett Cole as you possibly can, and you're kicking the fifth guy and Jay Happ or whoever this would be in the scenario, Clark Schmidt out of the rotation and giving an extra start to to Garrett Cole could make an argument that they they creep into the top 15 if he's making extra starts. But otherwise, I, I don't know what projections projections are telling anybody otherwise. I mean, if you just started five Garrett Coles, that's a top 10 rotation <laughs> in baseball for sure. But you can't do that. Um, speaking of rotation help, uh, like we said earlier, the Padres did get you Darvish this week. Uh, and if it didn't open your eyes to the fact that the Yankees should have been in on that bidding, which, you know, opinions will vary. It probably should have opened your eyes as to what exactly it costs these days to to get an elite talent. Darvish is an elite talent, uh, despite the three years of security at a somewhat hefty price. I mean, not really. It's like nineteen million a year. It's slightly above. It's an elevated arbitration cost. Um, but if Darvish's uh, trade price taught us anything, with with zero top one hundred prospects being exchanged for three full years of control of Darvish, it really woke us up to the fact that there's only one team cutting costs at the same level as the Cubs, not in terms of, I mean, the Reds are too, of course, and the, the central doesn't appear to be spending on anyone. And a lot of baseball teams are going to be, you know, filing for bankruptcy this year, but in terms of legitimate contention, it feels like the Cubs and the Cleveland Indians are on the same level in terms of just being like, we are no longer contenders. No, thank you. Don't feel like it. Uh, and so it made us think about the Francisco Lindor trade, which we'd already ruled out and are now ruling back in as we wait for DJ LeMayhew to uh, hopefully circle back to us. That once again, the best case scenario is he just circles back to us, agrees to a four-year deal, maybe with a fifth-year option and everything's fine. But as he appears to be talking to the Los Angeles Dodgers, I, I would say if he gets a fifth-year commitment from the Dodgers, that's real trouble. And, and those conversations became legitimate this week. So with that in mind, while we're still waiting for that decision to be made, uh, a lot of people still believe DJ will return to the Yankees, and that's what insiders will tell you. But no, if Darvish can't earn a top 100 prospect, or really anybody close, uh, Francisco Lindor, for just one year, is certainly not going to earn a top 100 prospect in trade at this point. So you can rule out Clint Frazier, which might be their first ask, but not going to happen. Uh, once again, this is one year of a great player and in this economy it's just not happening um you can rule out frazier you can rule out the top three you know dominguez schmidt davy garcia the conversation starts with oswald peraza as far as i'm concerned um and honestly you know peraza and floreal might be enough to get it done at this point we talked about miguel and maybe that's a fit too but maybe that's even too much um so now, accepting that, you know, we've always said Lindor comes with an extension. Maybe he doesn't because maybe the prospect cost is so minimal. You really can go, all right, let's see what you can do for one year. Glaber Torres back to second base, Lindor back to shortstop. This is one year. This is fun. It's an experiment. And then after this season, you can shop for whatever shortstop you want to. Uh, but at this price, which just once again, cannot be high based on what we're seeing. If any team overpays for Lindor, they're in the minority. Would you do that? Would you would you pay middling prospect capital for a one-year audition for Lindor if you start to get the feeling that LeMayhew is is finding what he wants elsewhere? Absolutely. This is this is the scenario that we've been sitting here and talking about if DJ LeMayhew were to leave. It's you go out and you get Lindor and you pretty much pay whatever it takes. And now that we're looking at what's happening around the league, it's probably not going to take that much. However, my one worry is that Look, the Indians know they waited one year too long to trade him. Maybe now, two years. Yeah, maybe two years, to be honest. So 
what I have started to think is that the reason why these trade talks are taking a little bit longer than we had expected, because I mean, look, this year's different for a multitude of reasons, but a player of Lindor's caliber and with all the trade chatter that's been around him for three years now, he probably should have been dealt at the winter meetings, even though the winter meetings weren't in person. I'm getting the feeling that because they know that they waited too long to trade him and because that there is a demand for him among a number of other teams, and then the Yankees will probably get into that mix if they lose DJ LeMahieu, um, is that the Indians are shopping around to maximize the value on him and see if they can guarantee whatever team they're trading him to a contract extension because that would immediately up his value and that could maybe get you two top 10 prospects or, you know, one top three prospect. Something, uh, I, I don't like, I don't know what it costs. I'm not a prospect evaluator. I also don't care. I would be, if I was a GM, I would be more like Dombrowski, just trading everybody to get my team better and just eliminate any back and forth talks because you know how long these go on for. Um, and you know how tedious it is. Just, you know, shut somebody up with the number seven prospect. Take them. See ya. Goodbye. Um, but I think that, A, yes, if his price that we saw what Darvish went for, and to be honest with you, I know Lindor's a great player, generational talent, but the premium on starting pitching has been so high for what? It's got to be four or five years now, with the exception of the bullshit Verlander trade to, to Houston. And the Garrett Cole trade to Houston. The, 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 the Astros somehow came unscathed. The pitching market has been, you've been, you've been severing off your arm to acquire. At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Ted, wake up. Huh? You look exactly like me. I am you, Ted, from the future. You need to call Progressive. What? Why? Well, they have 24-7 protection when you bundle your home and auto. And my teleportation cube just smashed into your car. Wait, you crashed into my car? Technically, it's our car. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. They're a solid middle reliever on the trade market, and they managed to get their hands on two aces for, you know, an expired bag of peanuts. Well, so, everybody wants you to think Joe Musgrove is an ace, too, this yeah. offseason. So yeah. I guess yeah. that was an expensive trade. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's the way I'm looking at it, like, this, if this is the price for Lindor and LeMahieu, the, the talks with LeMahieu continue to go south and he is closer to that reported 125 million number that we uh, saw uh, last week or whenever it was, and the Yankees don't feel comfortable paying that, I'm still opposed to that. I think you just pay him whatever. I think, you know, $25 million a year is a little bit ridiculous, but this guy's the team MVP and this is what you got to pay for. And that's the end of it. Nonetheless, they're not going to want to pay that. If the talks go south, I think going after Lindor and giving up a lesser prospect hall and giving him the one-year audition and then playing your cards in the big free agency pool next year when all these other shortstops are uh, on the open market, I think it's a great idea. I think if LeMahieu does leave and then you're like, fuck it, we got to make a move, I think you work with the Indians to guarantee a contract extension um, as the safest option because you want Lindor on your team for – I want Lindor on my team if we're going to get him for longer than one year. I don't want the pressure on him having a, you know, being a rental and having to impress as a Yankee, you know, once again, filling in at shortstop where Derek Jeter played for so long. I don't like the one year idea. I would do it. I just would prefer a contract extension, especially if LeMahieu is going to leave. So I think this is a win-win for the Yankees if the LeMahieu talks go south, but I'm just really hoping that that doesn't happen. 
Yeah, I would still just pay them in. But it is worth thinking about. And also, if the Dodgers are, are trying to spoil this LeMahieu business, just a final final thought, like they are letting the Yankees in the door. Well, you know, Whether they trade for Lindor or not, they're letting the Yankees in the door for Corey Seager next year. Because mm-hmm. the suddenly, you know, the Dodgers print money, but nobody prints money. So if they're paying LeMahieu, if they're getting LeMahieu, that means they're paying him for five years and yeah. probably between 20 and $25 million a year. Uh, they've got a, you know, Corey Seager's on the team still, and you got other guys to lock up, Walker Bueller and, and Cody Bellinger. Um, they're, they're sort of inviting, the, if, if LeMay walks to the Dodgers at this price, they're inviting the Yankees to just go ahead and poach Corey Seager one year later. So it's probably more likely they wait uh, rather than trade for Lindor and mess around for the singular year. But a lot of sliding doors going on uh, this week, so keep an eye on this space. That is it for this New Year's Day mini-sode of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. We couldn't finish the week off without giving you a little something-something to tide you over uh, while you're hopefully uh, drinking that last bit of eggnog, which honestly probably goes bad by January. Uh, so check the expiration date. That's it. Uh, make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do get your podcasts. Drop us one of those five-star reviews that we've been talking about, along with a mailbag question if you want it answered in a future episode. And why wouldn't you? Until next time, I'm Adam Weinrib. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinrib. And I'm Thomas Carinante. You can find me at Tommy's underscore takes. Everybody, happy new year. The real new year starts tomorrow. We're going to be hungover. We're going to be moving slow today, but all the resolutions will begin on Saturday. So prep yourselves and we'll see you on Monday, baby. See you Monday. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were yelling at another car while driving, let me say it again. You need to calm down. Yelling is just making everyone as stressed out as you are and letting them all know that you definitely aren't trying to save with Progressive Snapshot. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't yelling at another car, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.